Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is October 15th, 2022. Hopefully you're having a good one. Hopefully this episode finds you well, whenever, wherever you are listening. Uh, me, myself, pretty good. This week was pretty solid. You know, a couple of flare-ups, you know, a couple of, uh, maybe you could say bad communications, if you will. But hey, that's life. That's life. Um, trying to think. What are, what are some foods that we ate that are worth mentioning? Kind of a, I dare say, dead week for the food corner, honestly. I've been kind of mild-mannered. For that, I'm sorry. I know I like to give you guys some good eats, but I've kind of just been hunkered down. Working. <laughs> you know how it goes. You guys, you guys know. You get it. Usual meals. Let's see... Um, not much in the, the, like I said, not much to really talk about on my end. I wish, you know, I wish I could bare my soul a little more to you guys. I feel like that's a little bit of a vibe here, right, at the newsstand. But, um, we can just get into the news. I, I'm going to go ahead and do a little good news, bad news with you guys. Um, well, I mean, maybe it's not good news. I, I feel like I, it's, this is like from my perspective. Good news. There is uh, no real Ukraine update. Uh, not too much has happened, uh, you know, kind of grapevine talk, I guess you could say, but Putin uh, did a series of strikes in retaliation for the whole Kerch Bridge thing, um, you know, very, you know, just bad, gross, a lot of, a lot of death, no good. Uh, something that sucked about that, too, was it, it almost seemed not random, but just indiscriminate. Like, there, it wasn't just military infrastructure or anything like that. They were just hitting places hitting civilian places just middle of the day uh so just you know really a gross act of retaliation but um not something i wanted to dwell on or pull up any articles about um it it was elon musk is like talking about pulling starlink which is like the internet stuff they've been kind of using also didn't really want to talk too much about that um but yeah that's the the good news. Even though I just talked about <laughs> Ukraine, there's not there's that's it. That that we're, we're done. We're out of there. Um, bad news though, and uh, maybe this is where the clickers are probably gonna click click out. And I understand. I understand. I get it, guys. Uh, it's it's a lot of shooting talk. A lot of shooter talk. A lot of like school stuff. A lot of like resident, you know, mass shooter stuff. So you know, buyer beware, listener beware i I guess yeah um but yeah we got a few of those stories to definitely get through um but silver lining ooh, extra i got a good i I think it's funny i think something might make you laugh a little bit some ohio man news at the end so if you want to stick with me you'll get that so there you go laying it out for you i'm giving you the lay of the land before you walk it with me but um yeah let's go ahead and get into it uh from yahoo news and the associated press Parkland school shooter spared from execution for killing 17. Now, this is a shooting took place Parkland School for uh, Florida and uh it was just really really sad. Uh 17 people, there was like an AR15 involved kid this kid Nikolai, is it Nikolai? Nicholas. Nicholas um Cruz. He was just, you know, just killing like indiscriminately. Um, he also went on to say that he did the killing on Valentine's Day so that no one would ever, like, celebrate it. 
which is, excuse me, extremely fucking morbid, extremely fucking fucked up. Um, so, I mean, more or less to that regard, we knew that this case was going to be open and shut. You know, this is a, a shooter. Um, this also, yeah, it took place in 2018. So that's another reason why I didn't really like want to cover it in depth in terms of the trial. I've really bogged you guys down with just stuff that's been happening as it happens. This is something that was on my radar and I was like, okay, but it's 2018. I don't want to do an extra bunch of research. I don't want to put my listeners through that. Like, let's just focus on stuff that's going on here because we have pop-offs every fucking day in America, right? So after this wrapped up, I was like, okay, cool. But then there was some more stuff that we'll get into that kind of made me say, okay, we're definitely going to cover this. Um, well, actually, not just that. When I thought about it, too, the idea and the reaction was something I wanted to talk about. So, you know, essentially, open and shut case, right? We're not debating whether or not he did it. It's just a matter of going through the trial. And since this is Florida, are they going to pursue the death penalty? Is this going to be a capital sentence? And when we get to the deliberations, more or less, that's where the conversation really is. That's where any kind of contention or whatever is because amongst a jury, they have to all have a unanimous vote for there to be a death penalty on the table. And that didn't happen. So essentially, Nicholas Cruz is going to be spending a life, you know, behind bars, no parole. That's it. He's, he's in jail, you know, for the rest of his life. Uh, but... A lot of people were not okay with that. And, um, you know, obviously, I understand. The victims, uh, you know, the family of the victims and stuff like that. I can't imagine being in a moment that's so horrific, losing someone in that way that's so close to you. Like, it's unimaginable. I, I completely understand that. So I cannot speak and say that these people's feelings are wrong. Like, no, no doubt. Um, but uh, what is it? I can read, like... I guess one quote I got from the article. This is insane. Everyone knows, right? Uh, I don't know why. That was such a short quote. But um, he uh, also yelled, uh, and this was Ching Wang, um, a, uh, let's see, Peter Wang's cousin who was a victim. Uh, And he said, we need justice. And he said that like in the middle of the trial proceedings. So, you know, I understand that people are having a hostile reaction to this. I've even, like, gotten some conversations with some coworkers, and they were like, yeah, no, I, I do think it's fucked up that this guy didn't get the death penalty. And, you know, mind you guys, I am in Ohio, you know, we're the heart of it all, uh, which is weirdly red and conservative, you know, I don't know, so much for a swing state. But it, um, it kind of didn't surprise me that people were like, no, the death penalty should be a thing. Like, it should be um, on the table. And if you do and, – and, and something I charged the person I was talking to with, I was like, but what makes um, something so vile? Like, is there a number? Is there an act that gets done? And if you do said act, then yes, you have to be put to death, which, mind you, is in a very long – financially agonizing physically agonizing you know complete finite situation to put a human being through when you can just put them in prison and i and i understand there is a pro con to both sides of this i understand it's a huge long conversation but it it does kind of surprise me i guess that so many people have come out and been like yo we wanted this guy to go and get murdered we wanted to kill this man and um 
you know, I, I understand the uh, the whole eye for your eye thing, but I mean, obviously the expanded version of that is we all go blind, right? Like, I don't know. It's it's something that I personally think my convictions have changed as I've gotten older. Uh, when I was younger, I used to think, yeah, if the, I would put myself in the, the victim's family's shoes and I'd be like, if that was someone I cared about, if that was my mom, my dad, whoever... I want them to to feel the same pain. I want them to be deleted from the earth. I don't want them to live on the same planet with me anymore. Like all these things. Um, But as I've gotten older, I just look at it, I feel like, from like a bird's eye. And I say, do we as a society, as a quote unquote advanced, progressive place that we're supposed to be portraying ourselves to be as Americans, do we really want to be a country that does this age old thing where we say we're going to execute somebody in one of varying crazy-ass ways, shooting them, injecting them with drugs, gas, whatever the fuck. We used to have an electric chair, goddammit, like, hanging. (laughs) And we line up everybody, and we're all watching, and we turn into a popcorn event. Like, is that who we really want to be as a society? Is that what we want? And some people are like, hell yeah, brother, yeah! And I just don't think that that's the answer. I think that the people of the future if you give a fuck about that are gonna look back at it and be like why why did you guys carry on this way for so long especially with the knowledge that you have like you have all that history to show that that was meaningless it didn't accomplish anything executing those people doing this you know that with the data at hand you have executed people wrongly i'm not saying obviously in the situation with Cruz. But you know that people have overzealously pursued a death penalty situation. Then new evidence comes to light. Things are unearthed. Like, we just had an um, Ansayed. Actually, that's something that's kind of a bit of a tangent. But I'm, I'm going to catch myself here since it's there's, there's a good amount of news this weekend, guys. Um, but prosecution has said, hey, we're not going to pursue another trial with him. Which is what we suspected. But, like, that's news. That happened. So, get that in there. But... I don't know. It definitely charged me to want to talk about this whole issue, hearing that, seeing that. Um, now, it wasn't just one person who was like, oh, I don't think he should be put to death. But it was like more than one. It might have been at least two. I'm not sure. Um, but that was a big point of contention in the jury deliberations. Um, also leading me to another article. Um, I got this from NPR. A juror in the Parkland shooting case says she felt threatened by another juror. So this kind of segues into the second part that I wanted to talk about. Um, Essentially, there was a threat alleged, and um, it's going to be potentially investigated, I believe. Now, that's not going to change anything in terms of trial, most likely. Uh, The verdict and everything is going to be, I think, put out like November the 1st or sentencing talk, something like that. But um, essentially, you know, someone's life was potentially threatened over this which is kind of weird kind of bizarre um but people were so passionate about it like they they needed this guy to go and go down all the way um and i mean it's not going like i said it's not going to affect anything it's a matter of like double jeopardy can't be charged for the same thing twice um and there's like another amendment to it as well but um also, obviously, the prosecution, they don't really want to get their hands dirty on this shit again anyway. They don't want to double dip this chip. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of a crazy unfolding at the end of this, for sure. Um, oh, yeah, there is more. Like, you know, they go into a test, like, kind of the defense. Um, also, he had a public defender. 
And I could not imagine being a public defender for this heavy of a fucking case. Like, obviously, you are definitely not getting paid enough. What the fuck? Um, but what was it? They they had the case of like, hey, you need to talk about his mental illness. Uh, potentially, he uh, his mom drank while he was like, you know, in, in, in the womb, all that kind of stuff. So potentially like, you know, alcohol syndrome potentially played a part. Um, also, it's alleged that he was like, uh, like assaulted, sexually assaulted. Um, so, I mean, all those things kind of potentially played a factor for the jurors. But to me, those are all outliers. I, I really do think human to human execution, capital punishment is extreme. It's extreme. And I, and I personally, I think the question that gets me is what's my number? What's my reasoning for making this a life sentence and that, no, you need to go and die right now. Um, and then also the follow-up reason is just how much goes into killing a person, you know, how much goes into death row, which is still an extended prison sentence until you are, you know, executed. So I don't know. Um, that's kind of enough I wanted to do about that one. This is technically, I want to say good news, um, but just messy fucking dirty dog ass motherfucker, Alex Jones. We got to talk about him. I got this from the Huffington Post, Huff Post. I guess they're, they're, they abbreviated it and they made it real cool. Um, Alex Jones hit with 965 million, with an M, <laughs> verdict in second trial over Sandy Hook lies. Now, a lot of people are just rounding this up to a billion, which I understand because I think like with legal fees and everything like that, it, it more or less adds up for to, you know, I think like maybe even over a billion or maybe I'm tripping on that last part but it's like a billion it's a billion with a b <laughs> that's what people are saying and um i mean we've talked about this before he um is more or less on a you know damages world tour or not world tour but damages uh you know american tour um it went to texas and then it it started in texas in august he got 45 million there now the step there there's potentially like hey in texas you can only be charged x amount and like anything over it's going to have to get worked out potentially. So he might not have to pay that full amount, but still a high amount there. Then we have in Connecticut where, you know, it happened, um, $965 million he's going to have to pay. And I'm pretty sure there's not a cap or anything like that on this situation. So they taken him all the way with this one. And what's fucked up, he did the same kind of thing where, you know, he was there for a part of it and then on his broadcast for like the rest of it. And when they were filming the verdict, he was on his show. And he's like, they're not going to get a dime out of me. I'm going to immediately, like, file for bankruptcy. And I need you guys to, like, donate for me. I got this website up and ready. And, like, if you guys can just donate, I promise you they won't get the money. This is only going to my defense. And, um, you know, he was just, like, laughing this off, playing it off. Like, like this, this isn't it. This isn't over. This isn't a big deal. Whatever. Um, also noted, he is going to be back in Texas for his final, um, defamation damages, uh, trial, whatever. Um, so, I mean, this is a big, you know, touchstone in this whole situation. They once again, you know, on the trial, they, you know, people who've been affected by this families who more or less, or not more or less, who, you know, Alex Jones, you know, straight up quote unquote called out as crisis actors. And it's just really fucking sad to hear some of these stories from these families. Like, 
they are literally changing their name, identity, moving to a completely like other state, you know, trying to just move on with their life, trying to live their life because they're being constantly harassed by people saying that their kid didn't die, that they're making it up and that they did all this shit for money and they're vile pieces of shit. And like you're getting called, you're getting um, like letters sent to you. You're getting people walking up on you on the street and just berating you constantly until they can't, you know, continue their discourse. It's insane. And all these people, each and every goddamn one, is some fucking just cabal slurping Alex Jones fanatic. They listen to this guy every day, all the time. They buy the fucking supplements. They love this man. They worship this man. And he really does try to say, because, um, you know, after everything hit the fan, he goes on louder with Crowder, because I love this. I love this part. Um, Joe Rogan wouldn't take them, wouldn't take them. They had, um, you know, their buddies or whatever. They're cool. And I think they're still quote unquote cool after this, even though like Alex Jones kind of shades them a little bit in the, uh, Crowder interview, but essentially he's just saying like, yo, I've been railroaded. Like this is a joke. Like they're coming after free speech, all this yada, yada, yada bullshit. But along the way, he said, like, hey, I did reach out to Joe. I told him I really need to get on the show. I really need to say my side. I really need to say it on your platform. It would really mean a lot. It would really help. And he's just like, you're too hot right now, dog. <laughs> he, just, he just couldn't do it. And I love that. I love that because it kind of does give you a little bit of insight into Joe Rogan, in my opinion. Um, and maybe, you know, the – I don't know what you guys what, – what, what do Joe Rogan fans call themselves? Joe heads? I don't know. Whatever the fuck. But, like – I really think people think that everything he does and says is fucking genuine and like, oh, yeah, cool. like, bro, he's just LARPing as a libertarian because it just makes some fucking money. I think overall he wants to kick back and like do a lot of these things and he feels, you know, generally along this baseline of thinking, but he does stuff for shock and awe. And he also does things. He also knows when to fold them. He also knows like, hey, maybe I shouldn't get too deep into this kind of bullshit or that shit. Though also another side side story I'm just going to throw you along here. Um, he had some Tulsi Gabbard, I don't know her fucking name, but, um, he had her on there and he was talking about this fucking conspiracy myth that he heard and more or less made concrete that, um, schools have kitty litter boxes in them where cat identifying students can use as litter boxes, which is fucking, it's not, it's not true. It's, it's a fucking lie. It's it's a Weasley fucking lie. <laughs> and um, he just run, run this out on his podcast just for fucking kicks. And sure enough, it just spreads like wildfire. It turns out this is complete misinformation, of fucking course. And actually, it was one school that had some kind of litter box thing. It was not for a cat identifying teen. It was for potentially school shootings. And I was so sad when I heard that. Because I'm like, oh, because you're stuck in the room. And, like, kids need to... Imagine taking that, flipping it, reversing it, and making it a whole fucking agenda piece. Like, you gotta love that baldy. You gotta love me some Joe. But anyway, yeah. So Alex Jones is fucked. (laughs) Sorry, I went on a tangent. My bad. Um, He's trying to fight it. He's fighting for all his goddamn life. Um, He's telling him to donate harder. But um, it's not looking too good for the boy. Um, But, yeah. We're gonna move on from that fat fuck. Um... 
to some more sad news, though, unfortunately, I got this from USA Today. 15-year-old uh, arrested after five killed in North Carolina shooting. Raleigh officer among victims. So, let's see where I want to start here. Um, I want to start going ahead and just go through the victims. Uh, let's see. Police have identified the victims as Nicole Connors, 52, Susan Carnats, 49, Mary Marshall, 35, Raleigh Police Officer Gabriel Torres, um, 29, and 16-year-old James Thompson, a junior at Nightingale High School. So the way the shooting went down, it initially starts in a like a residential neighborhood area, and the kid just comes out. And as a kid, he's 15 years old. Now they are going to try him as an adult, you know, given the circumstances. Not saying that's okay, not okay, whatever the fuck. I mean, it's just going to happen. That's just how these things are going to go. Period. Point blank. I get that. Whatever. Um, so he starts shooting, and um, then he then proceeds to flee to a trail. And then starts shooting again. And then stays on the run. Uh, I want to say for like about two hours or so. But then is apprehended. So, I mean, it's just sad that there's another mass shooting. Obviously, I mean, you guys know how this is. If you're a newsie, whatever. You just, you just keep your ear to the streets. If you're just living in goddamn America, you know this isn't the only one. You know, you know this shit just happens. There's almost too many to cover sometimes. Or maybe even just to kind of take in and fully absorb. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, it's fucking sad. It's fucking gross. Um, there's definitely more details and stuff in the article. Um, they didn't identify the suspect as far as I know. So there's that. Um, but yeah, obviously I don't want to dwell too much on this. Just kind of wanted to put it up and out there since it was like a big one that made some headlines. Ooh, let me drink some water. I am gabbing away. All right, that should be enough. <laughs> what knows? I do not drink enough water, guys. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Los Angeles Times: Nuri Martinez resigns from LA City Council in wake of audio leak scandal. Now, Nuri Martinez was a former like president of uh, what is it? Yeah, City Council District Six, and uh, came out with some comments and recording from last year like literally october 2021 and they were very fucking shitty racially motivated comments they really just gnarly ass fucking things to say see if i can uh dig to it here um okay yeah here's one and i mean i implore you if you're if you're looking for the guts of here um, you can definitely find it, I'm sure. They're, like, they're, it's a whole recording, I believe. Um, the Times got a hold of it, and then they, they put it out like right in the middle of this race. Like just Really, actually, kind of October surprise shit. Not to really throw it at uh, Herschel Walker, but um, let's see. Um, in, a recording, in the recording, Martinez focused in, um, in particular on council member Mike Bonin, who is white, and Bonin's son, who is black. At one point, Martinez called Bonin a little bitch and referred to his son as Parisi Chinquito 
or like a monkey. Um, she also said Bon and Son had misbehaved on a parade float and needed a beatdown. Um, then there's also another article from the NPR. Let's see, I'll read the title there too. Um, Los Angeles Councilwoman Nuri Martinez resigns following her leaked racist remarks. Um, let's see. There's another one here. Uh, da, 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 da. Describing black son of a white council member in crude and racist language. She also described an Awakens and uh, described Awakan immigrants in Koreatown as short little dark people. So, I mean, it goes on and on from there. Um, Let's see. There are three other people who are involved. Uh, Let's see. Gil Sedello, Kevin DeLeon, and then there's another one. I got to bounce back for the other article. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, maybe I can find it, maybe not. But essentially, all three of these guys, plus her, are in hot water. Now, she's the only one who left so far. I think the other guys have come out with statements. Um, and more or less, I feel like they were trying just to be like, oh, well, we were in the room listening to her say this stuff, and we obviously don't think it's okay. But, um, you know, we're not leaving. <laughs> we just feel bad. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's definitely fucked up. Uh, I think definitely all all of these guys should go. Um, yeah, let's see. The last guy was uh, labor leader Ron Herrera. And also, I mean, not to mention, they were saying fucked up things, you know, in a racial sense about people and, and all this kind of stuff. But they were also doing the whole political talk about how they're going to maintain their shit, which is like, you know, kind of corrupt level shit in a way. You know, they're trying to like make and it, it, I mean, it's kind of hard, right, to parcel those that aspect of it out. Like, yes, you're trying to make sure that you're getting the best for your district. And obviously you can kind of hear my bias in this because if these people were like, you know, conservative-minded people, it'd be like, well, it's fucked up. But yeah, gerrymandering is gerrymandering. Talking about securing things in any kind of slimy, sly way that's not just being on the up and being on your message and morals about how you feel the city, the state, you know, whatever should be run. Like, it is kind of black and white. You know, when you're when you're dancing in the gray here, you're doing corruption, it's usually how it kind of winds up panning out. You're you're on the pipeline to becoming the villain, you know? Um, so, I mean, this is kind of talked, um, you know, reform talk about, like, expanding the council, which I'm like, I, how does that help? Like, oh, yeah, more diversity, more people, I guess, on the surface. But really, you're just getting more people to potentially do some corrupt shit. Um, in the LA Times article, they also referenced that not just one, but two others are, like, previous, like, president members or whatever um you know are on trial for corruption so i mean this shit definitely runs deep i'm sure it's not just in la or whatever the fuck yeah so it's just one of those things where it's crazy that you get to catch a snapshot recording of it like like that so clean so just out there bold face like she's just saying the shit and it's it cracks It, it just hurts because like this is a person of color doing it too. I mean, not to say that it would it definitely wouldn't feel better if a white person did it, but like, it's just sad. Like you can't win. Like it's one of those things where corruption and, you know, yeah, corruption just doesn't know a color. Like I, I don't have any other way to say it. Like 
it just runs deep in you and you can have these prejudices and these fucked up notions about people and you can just spew it out into the world. Um, and I do think that part of our goal as humans is to, is to talk about that shit, is to call that shit out. Um, not to let it linger, not to let it fester. I think just laughing it off, calling it like, oh, you know, it's whatever. It's not a big deal. Like, no, you really need to get into the heart of these things because if you don't, people will spin that up and they will arc it up and they will make it real. They will make their little jokey joke a reality because it's really, a, it's like, it's a light fantasy. Like when these people say this fucking foul shit, that's what they do. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, it's good to talk about it. It's good to combat it. And I'm glad that this, this lady, she stepped down all the way. I think it's fucked up that she was like, okay, I just want to be president. It's like, bitch, you cannot be on the council. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Like, we do not come back, ever. Like, what What the hell? Um, she has a quote, which I'm like, whatever. Um, it's, it's some lame-ass shit, bro. Like, it's some shit that you say when you're retiring, but it's like, bitch, you did what now? You said what now? <laughs> Who's a little monkey? Like, go home. I'm not, I'm not reading it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to move on. I'm going to hit my break, and we're going to end this thing. Excuse me. Ooh. Okay. We're back. Um, now this next one I got from Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Now, don't let that, that fool you. This is an Ohio man story. All right. (laughs) And, um, I'm telling you, man, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of drama. There was a lot of sports, gaming, just bad vibes. And in those bad vibes, we had people cheating. We had just a whole lot of shit. And I, um... I said to myself, Isaiah, this is so juicy. This is so interesting. This is so, I want to talk about it. I want to, I want to get on the rooftops and fiddle about this shit, man. I really do. I I do. I do. And, um, I, uh, I didn't though, because I just wasn't really thinking this was like actually page one news that I, I, I try to shoot to cover, um, so I just, I, I, I said, no, I'll do the chess thing on the Patreon thing. Okay. Okay. And, um, this article that I'm going to go about too, I was like, maybe I'll get to that in the future, but I think it's going to kind of fade away. Uh, but because of the legal part, <coughs> which is often something I kind of use as an equation booster, if this is potentially going to go to a trial, okay, let, let's say that goes up on the headline scale, right? So, um, this, this hit all the boxes and I'm like, good, we're going to cover it on the main. So, um, Two men indicted in connection with cheating in Lake Erie fishing tournament. So, um, this is a doozy of a tale, and I didn't think the fishing got this serious. Um, let's see, what is the name of this tournament? Uh, Lake Erie Walleye Trail Championship. Uh, $30,000 is on the line, and, um, let's see, let me cover the two guys. Uh, Jacob Runyon who is 42, and J- Chase uh, Kaminsky, 
who is 35. Um, let's see, um, from Cleveland suburbs, a Broadville Heights, and then, uh, Hermitage, uh, PA, Pennsylvania, right? Is that Pennsylvania? Yeah. So respectively. Um, so, I mean, we got an Ohio boy and we got a Pennsylvania boy and, um, which actually there's like, there's definitely some like crossover connection there. I don't know why. I feel like once again, that's why you really do say in Ohio is the heart of it all. Like we have like just tri-state connections. We work really just in the Midwest, baby. Um, which is weird that people try to say that we're East Coast sometimes. And I'm like, that's just bad geography. You know that, right? You can't, you, and they're like, you are like, we're not, we are Midwest as fuck. Um, we have the corn to prove it, brother. We're yee yee. <laughs> Trust me, I live here. <laughs> you can't escape it. Um, so these two guys, though, they want it. They took it. And they have a habit of winning, okay? They get dubs, all right, brother? Um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I need to stop. I need to, I need to button it up. But, um, they're known for winning. But on the low, off the record, they're also known for cheating, and this time, they got fucking caught red-handed. Or really, I should say red-fished, uh, lead-fish, blue-fish. Okay, I'm not going to Dr. Seuss. But essentially, they were stuffing the fish with lead eggs, like lead, like balls. And um, there's a video of this. And this, this is why, like, it's just so, like, what the fuck is you, you see this video and you just hear all these dudes just yelling like, hey man, what the fuck, man? Oh, what the fuck, fuck this shit, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And they're just going off. They're, and, and the cameraman, the whole crowd is, is surrounding these dudes. And you see these fish in this little crate. And then you see these lead balls in the crate. And then like, I believe they kind of like shake another of the fish or something out. And then like balls just fall out. So, oh, excuse me. So, I mean, this bad news bears. Um, investigation was la- uh, was launched. Um, and also, mind you, too, not just off the record now. it They have been, you know, they, they I believe they both have been accused of cheating before, like I said. Um, I believe the Runyon guy has sued because he has had earnings lost competing because he was accused of cheating. And I think there was like a polygraph involved, which, okay, every podcaster who winds up getting to this point and talking about it is going to give you some good advice, and I'm going to be one to to do the same. If you are ever on the line to do a polygraph test, simply don't do it. Do not do it. Don't. Because polygraphs are dumb. They are dumb, brother, sister, whoever. Do not do it. You know why? Because there's there's no winning. One, like I said before, polygraphs are just not as accurate as they always are portrayed to be, period. They, they can be debunked. They can be beaten. So that's just not good for you. Two, what if you did do it? What if you are a liar and it detects that you lied? Now what do you do? Now you're you're a branded a liar. You can, It's evidence now. So, so if it's for criminal, if it's for civil, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Okay, like it's not worth it. Don't go on Mori and do it. All right, wherever the show is, I don't know. But um, so yeah, I mean, this is a whole fucking debacle. These guys are kind of known for it. I I definitely think this is uh probably maybe the last time they're gonna do it because I think they're gonna be on the line on this one. Let's see, the two men could face up to twelve months in prison and fines of up to two thousand five hundred dollars. 2500 there we go, I wanted to say it the right way, uh, for each offense, so, whew, um, yeah, trio of fifth degree felonies, 
So I mean, yeah, there's there's they're stacked up a little bit. It's no good, no bueno. Um, let's see. Oh, there's another, there's some more here too. The fourth degree misdemeanor charge of the unlawful ownership of wild animals, which is related to the fish fillets fish fillets that the pair allegedly had in their possession and stuffed inside their catch, carries up to thirty days in jail and up to two hundred fifty dollars in fines. And a conviction on that charge could also result in an indefinite suspicion, suspicion, suspension of their fishing licenses. Which, no way, brother, no how. Can't do it. Can't happen. Not to me. <laughs> Fish fear me, okay? <laughs> I need to be out there. Um, gosh, goddamn. It's been fun. Uh, this has been a joy to talk to you. Hopefully you enjoyed listening. Uh, let's see. I got, I got to shill to you a little bit. Like I referenced before, there are going to be some episodes that I cover that maybe might be a little bit more page six or whatever. Um, but I mean, there also is going to be some news bits in there that I'm just going to cover on the Patreon. It's just going to be bonus content from now on. I hopefully plan on doing it weekly alongside with just the main episodes. But yeah, um, I'm going to definitely implore you to check it out as well as the bonus content, like the episodes, you also get discord access I'm trying to get you in my little group, okay? We can talk, okay? Um, quick, easy access, straight to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, you get a shout-out. So, you know, once a month, I do a little roll call on all the newsies. You get to be part of the gang with us. Woo-woo, yee-yee, go newsies. Um, and, uh, you know, there's maybe some other perks, right? You know, some other maybe throw-ins, whatever. Maybe he... You need a little shout-out. You want a little shout-out for whatever you're doing or an article you want me to cover? I'll do that for sure. love to do that. Maybe, you know, I don't know. You want to debate me or something? We can talk about that. I don't know. We can get into it, yeah? Um, Who knows? But, yeah, I would join. It's like five bucks. You know, think about it. You know, what am I just saying like it's five bucks? I'm a broke bitch. I completely understand the value of five bucks. It would just mean a lot if you could. But if you can't, I really just appreciate you listening. And then especially on top of just listening, listening to up to now. Most people click off. They know they know this is about to be over. They know, they're on the next beat. So I appreciate you for just wanting to hear my voice. That that really just makes me rosy. Um, you know, share it with your friends, whatever. Uh, free ways to hit me up, though. Let's see, gmail.com. IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. That's the one. That's the ticket. And I'm on social media. You know me. I'm here. I'm ready to get parasocial with you. No. Um... But yeah, thank you for listening. Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.